action. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of Your Average Critics, joined today by a relative full house of myself, Obi, Ollie, and Chris. How are you doing? All right. Right. Well, all of you. Oh, oh this heat oh, is very killing warm me. Day. Wow. It's very I've warm. I've got so many bites. Two on my ass. Two on your ass. And these bugs aren't. They're <laughs> annoying as well. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you used that one earlier. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I know. Wow. Uh, reuse jokes, yeah. Yeah, reuse, reduce, recycle. Recycle jokes as well, mate. Yeah, it was even funnier the first time. Um, <laughs> I find that highly debatable. <laughs> Uh, so today, what we're we going to talk about? We've got any film news? Um, I had something. Yeah. I kind of talked to to you guys about this the other day, but might as well share with the uh, with the audience. Um, I think the guy who's directing the Batman film, Matt Reeves, yep, said that it's not going to be an origin story, and it's more likely to be based on the the Batman Year One comic slash animation film, which is Batman's first year as Batman, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is so. this a twenty year old Batman? It's gonna be like a, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be like a, like, like a twenty five year old Batman, yeah. In his youth, a young yeah, cause Batman. He, cause he, he wasn't that young when he started because he he'd have to go through all the martial art training. Mm. So are you saying it. that we could still we still got time to be Batman? Dun, 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 dun. The, the, if you want to dedicate your whole the whole of this year to training in all sorts of martial arts and just don't go work, then yeah, I guess so. Brumley Batman. Brumley Batman. Jesus Christ. Okay, so what? So is this still going to be within the DCEU? I think so. Fucking hell, it's hard. I hope they get someone. I hope they get someone who looks kind of like ben, uh, Affleck. ben Affleck. Who can you think of? Like, well, I don't know. Well, That's ben their Aff- job, isn't it? They don't, even, they don't even know if Ben Affleck's going to continue with the films. So that's so dumb. So it doesn't really matter. So then they. How could he play twenty years younger? It, it won't be him. No one's that good. It'll be someone else. But weren't you saying? Was it you the other day saying? Um, they might as well just wait and do the flashpoint and then just re- well, this re- I think, reboot yeah. everything. I think I said I would. I think it'd be better if they just they could do this Batman film. I think that's fine, and then do uh, a cyborg film. Just you know, because he's like going to be the only Justice League member without a film. So oh, might as well do yeah, the film. Good riddance. And then <laughs> and then do a flashpoint film and then just you know a little soft reboot and start again. Yeah. So would you put the Batman film after that then? In terms of making sense, I mean, I know they don't really care about it making sense anymore, mm. but I kind of, I can't quite like that structure. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, yeah, it probably would make more sense. It would make more sense to do it afterwards. But I'm not gonna lie, I do. I kind of want to see a Batman film that's not Christopher Nolan films because, in my opinion, they are kind of overrated. But oh, <laughs> <my>. <laughs> what I did appreciate about Christopher Nolan's films, though, and I was thinking about it the other day, is that they're really well written. They're perfectly executed, and yeah, what does the DC do for They're not that well written. Now, what I was going to say is, is like you, you <laughs> see, you see, um, Can you pass me an awards, please? Uh, Bruce Wayne, like you see him at work as well, so you Thank get you. that kind of dichotomy between his normal life and his uh, superhero life. Whereas, so far, what we've seen of Ben Affleck, I know he's an older kind of Batman but you don't really see anything about his personal life no. and I kind of like that kind of grounded humanity what was his humanity. mum's name Maria Martha, Martha. Martha there was a joke about that in Teen yeah. Titans yesterday well let's talk about Teen Titans Whoa, going what about life news what's new with you guys life okay. in it <laughs> that was quick I'm pregnant <laughs> congrats blueberry muffin baby isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so Obi and I saw Teen Titans go yesterday which is a feature length version of an animated show on Cartoon Network um, about the Teen Titans who are 
uh, Robin, uh, Raven, Cyborg, Beast Boy, Starfire. Starfire. So basically, Teen Titans. Yeah, but they're all like cartoon. kind of very <coughs> exaggerated, cartoony. Is you know, Beast big Boy eyes, mm. and small. The one from in, in the car- huh? Is Beast Boy from X Men? No, no, it's different. That's the, that's the Beast. Yeah, so Teen that's, Titans is DC. But is it in this cartoon? Is Cyborg like their leader? Is no. he no. like the handler? Robin, Robin's the leader. Okay. Yeah. Right, so they made Cyborg like younger. Then. Yeah, Robin's just one of them. Oh. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Cyborg's just, just, one, just one, of them. one of them. Okay. Yeah. So. um yeah, basically, this is a very tongue-in-cheek look yeah, yeah. at uh, superhero films and um, the DC and also Marvel Universe. Um, <laughs> so basically, it's the Teen Titans. They realise that every every superhero is getting their own film uh, and they're getting a little bit jealous of it. So they kind of they try and find an arch nemesis so that someone will actually want to make a film about them. Um, and that's the basic premise of it. Um <laughs> It's, it was. Cool, I found it very funny. Um, even all the subtle little gags, like so. You know how all Marvel films they start with that kind of comic book flicking, yeah. and then it kind of zooms out, and you see all images of like the superheroes. Mm. But they kind of do a little bit like that, uh, and then it just it's just someone just reading a comic book, and then they got things like so. There's a, another Batman versus Superman. What do they call it? Yawn of Justice. I think they call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is part two. And then Superman's like, what's your mum's name to Batman? And he goes, Martha. And he goes, oh, mine too. And he goes, and they start like, hug- they start yeah. like hugging. And he goes, what's your dad's name? And he's like, John. And he's like, mine's Steve or something. And, and then they start fighting. <laughs> so they just like rip the piss out of everything. Um, and even like, so they... Is his dad's name actually Steve? I don't know, no. Oh. Batman's name is, dad's name is Tom. Oh, but what, well, you know, I, was, I couldn't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Then also they, they kept having Stan Lee pop up as well. And they're like, Stan, this is not your franchise. Uh, and he's like, I just love a cameo. Excelsior. Um, there's Excelsior. So, there's so many like little gags. So, like, so they had um, their arch nemesis was uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke yeah. um, and then when they first see him, they're like, oh, Deadpool. Mm. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, I'm not Deadpool. They're like, no, you're definitely Deadpool. Like, look into the camera and say something inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So somebody like... I think for because it was it was very much a kids film, mm. but I think I think it was quite like I feel like a lot of adults would have gotten a lot of yeah I feel like more so than kids I think yeah especially if you know, know kind of the context of what they're taking the piss out of mm. like even when they first encounter this this um, giant blob balloon yeah the inflatable inflatable guy. guy. Um, he go. They're like, "Oh, do you not know who we are?" And he goes, "Yeah, you're the Guardians of the Galaxy." And they're like, "No, oh, we're yeah. not." <laughs> so it's it's just you know it's quite a lot of. Visual gags, quite a lot of <laughs> Sorry, like, verbal on. gags. Um, and I really enjoyed it. There was one bit, oh, fucking hilarious, where um, they were like, okay, we need to be like the only superheroes around. So they're like, okay, we need to go back in time oh, yeah. and prevent all these other superheroes from being superheroes. So they, like, they go back in time and um, they save Krypton to Superman. And then they, they like um, stop uh, Batman's parents from going down the the dark alley and then with Aquaman, there's just like some little kid like <laughs> swimming in the water and they throw like a... Um, like a plastic can ring. Yeah, a plastic can ring in there. The kid just gets trapped in it. He's up strangling. He's up strangling him. And then he... <laughs> oh, they probably ripped into Aquaman yeah. in this, didn't they? Because there was another part where he's like in this paddling pool and they puncture it and he's just sitting there like flopping. Oh, yeah. um, oh. And also when they go to Krypton and uh, they have to... He's saying that like, the crystals are out of sync. They can't get it to work. That's why Krypton's 
dying. And then they get there, they start playing this like EDM music. <laughs> it was so funny. And like, every few every few minutes, like Cyborg would just get these big speakers out and it'd be like, yeah. like it, was, yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. It was. It was very funny. Um, Too much funny or no? I think it was a pretty good amount. It was a good amount. Like it it was relevant as well. Like it was satiring the kind of superhero franchise, and you know you don't. I don't really have a perception of DC as taking the piss out of themselves. Like Marvel, yeah, to an extent, but DC, no. But this was quite refreshing, like because obviously it is a DC produced film, and Mm. uh, they're quite happy to poke fun at all the plot holes in there. you know, all the, the kind of criticisms of their films. Mm. The only thing that annoyed me was that Starfire, the way she spoke, she would say the before pretty much everything. Oh, yeah. So she'd be like, oh, you're the Chris, or, you know, and it just, it just got really irritating. Mm. Um, but that was kind of the only down yeah. point to it. Like, And um, at the end, there was, at the, the end credits, um, there was like a little, um, you know, there was like, they were like trying to get a message through on the TV and the screen was like going in and out, like, <laughs> or that sort of thing. And they were saying like, it was like showing the original Teen Titans, and then eventually, like the screen became clear, and they said, "Oh, we f- we think we found a way to come to get back." So I think that was like a little teaser to the original Teen Titans show coming back. Mm. So wait, so they so they were they successful in wiping out all the other superheroes? Oh, they did it, and they came back, and it was absolute chaos. So then they went back in time and re undid what they did. So <sighs> they came back in time. And it was like, a very yeah. frenetic film, though. There was lots going on all the time. It was very colourful. Mm. Like it was just. Do you reckon you missed bits? Yeah. But, like, I was struggling to keep up because it was just, like, so much going on all the time. And this is definitely, you know, kids don't have a particularly long attention span, so something always needs to keep happening. Mm. Um, but I enjoyed it. Mm. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Yeah, mm. I would recommend it. Mm. I wasn't sure going in, like, cause I think it was, you know, they look like them pop figurines. Mm. They're, you know, very, like, cartoonish or something. It's going to be a bit too lame for me, but, mm. no, I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. I would have come fast in my garden. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and also, in contrast to Marvel, um, we went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. So, uh, this is the sequel to the first Ant-Man, um, where Scott Lang uh, teams up with Hope Van Dyne, I think her name is, um, who's the Wasp, and they basically want to f- go to the quantum realm to find Hope's She's mother, Kate Janet. Kate uh, and then they're being tracked by Ghost, mm-hmm. who's this... V- mm, they're not really a villain, sort of. Kind of. Who uh, needs what's, to get? Well, she has. She can phase. Yeah, she's she's got like quantum phasing. Quantum phasing. She's got something wrong with her where she she her all her particles aren't in the same place at once, so she can walk through walls. Yeah, her, and mon- stuff. her molecules are like constantly tearing themselves apart and, and themselves back, back together. together. Yeah. And so she needs to go to the quantum realm to kind of realign herself. Well, no, um, she doesn't. No, she she wants to go and get the the mum. Well, she wants the energy. Energy from, from the quantum. So realm. she's being torn apart, and she's the baddie. Yeah, well, that's the she thing. Was, she was because she, she was used by Shield as like a killing machine. That's what, and they portray her, and she's kind of like going through everyone to try and get to the mum. And she really doesn't really care at this point yeah. who she kills. So she was going to go and go after Scott Lang's daughter, but the guy that she's working with was like, "If you do that, I'll no longer help you." She was like, "All right, there's other ways of doing it." Mm. So how do we rank? Not rank Ghost as a villain, but. Sorry? <clears throat> I, I don't say, know if you call her a villain. Like yeah, she's she was, like more. I'm not even. I can't say anti-hero. She's just. She's like. But she was quite sympathetic. After she had a purpose. Like we think, talked about it last week. They, yeah, yeah but she, they, they but tried. They tried to make us feel sorry for her. She was almost like a pointless character in the end because not a pointless character. Like you felt like I feel like that. I thought it was a really good film. 
I would argue that the whole film's kind of pointless. Yeah, the whole film is kind of pointless. We'll but the fact that I feel like the whole thing resol- resolved like that. Yeah. Like, there was no dramatic build-up to this resolution. It was just, it happened. Yeah, so they do get Janet... Uh, Van Dyme. Is that her name, Janet? Oh, I think Back so. from the quantum realm. It is Van Dyme. Yeah. And then, um, and then, and then, obviously, uh, <laughs> then Ghost is trying to. She needs to take the quantum energy from Janet mm. uh, to realign herself. But all that Janet just touches her head and she's yeah, fine. She's so no, no one, no one says anything powers. about it. Like all they say is, "Did you know she had that power?" And they're like, "No." And that is it. That's the only mention of it. Was it you that said it was a bit deus ex machina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, obviously, obviously you've got to take this film as is, and it's just a funny guy in a suit trying to be a hero, but not really knowing how how, how to be a hero kind of thing. That's how I portray it. And they always overemphasise things, like we had in the last film, the big Tom, Thomas the Tank Engine, in this film with the big... Hello, mm-hmm. uh, Pez. Pez. Yeah. And, like... They really do emphasise how they have the ability to make things smaller and make things bigger in this film. It's really emphasised a lot more than the last film, I think. Yeah, I uh, really liked that though. Mm. Like I thought the the visuals were incredible. Yeah. Like I was, for me, like, I could not spot things that were clearly CGI. But like, obviously, I know that they're using using visual effects. Mm. But for me, there was so it was so well integrated with with the real world film that. It just was seamless, like when they were shrinking, yeah. growing. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was very funny. Um, I do have a bit of a question about how Michael Pena's character, Lewis, like he's in the car and they shrink him. And I, I wasn't sure if, if they were able to shrink people because they've got special suits that they use. So, so I wasn't sure how that as worked. Far as, I was, as far as I'm aware, it's that belt that uh, a man wears. Right. And that's just got the device in it that makes him shrink. It's not the suit. So the suit doesn't help him. I shrink. think the suit's just there as okay. a like. So anybody can shrink kind of without thing. like. Well, he yeah, was in the car though. There must have been a, a point behind the suit that's explained. The, the, in the point, first film. The, the, the point of the oh what in the suit? Yeah, he yeah. explains it in the first film. He must do. But, no, I have to revisit like, that. They were they were constantly touching this belt in this film because they were like oh, Ant Man hasn't got the old suit, so they brought this new suit, and it's not quite working the, the same. I didn't really understand how he didn't get the belt to work the same because he made the wasp suit. Which does the exact same thing. So how do you? The wasp, the wasp one doesn't get bigger though, does it? Yeah, no. But the issue was him getting he. They couldn't like get the size right, could they? He kept getting to like a medium, like a child size, didn't he? Mm. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was quite. And funny. he was like the size <laughs> yeah. of a three, four-year-old. He was just wandering around. Yeah, but like, forget about that though. But like, they were always touching his belt because it was always going wrong, and like that was the only way to fix the height issue. Oh, but um, um but um. But yeah, I just that's, it was a pointless film, wasn't it? So why do we think it's pointless then? You both said it's pointless. What was? Well, I don't know. Because you, you just said you thought it was really, really good. I, no, I thought it was a good film. Don't get me wrong. Just because it's pointless doesn't mean it's not a good film. Did I you think, not think it was a good film? It's alright. Yeah, I thought it's it was fine. funny. It's fine. I think I, t- I tweeted. I said it's perfectly fine. But it's not. It's neither here nor there. In my, in uh, my you're opinion. a really good movie critic. <laughs> what was what I'm saying? Like I don't have any sort of. Um, feeling general feeling towards it being good or it being bad but I, what I can say is that in a few months time I won't be able to tell you what's, what happened in this film because it's quite a forgettable film in my opinion but it, this yeah, the, this film is kind of a palate cleanser after Infinity War yeah so something very different like very small and low key like there's not the whole universe at threat there's not really a, a 
an actual oh, villain. No. Like the villain, you know, once once she gets healed, she becomes part of their team. Yeah. Um, Is she? Well, she well, said they, the yeah, right at the end they say like they they're going in the quantum realm to get the stuff for Ghost. Oh. Yeah, to help um, her out. Um, but also like, I do kind of feel it could have been resolved if they just said, you know, rather than Ant Man was fighting Ghost, but have just been like, actually, once we get there, we will help you out. But they didn't know they if did. they could help her or not. That's the thing. Yeah. She wasn't willing to take that chance. True. Mm. But like. For me, there was like, I guess Ghost wasn't the real villain of the story. It was this, like, gangster guy. Was his name like real... Sonny Birch? Was that his name? Oh, I couldn't give a shit what his name was. He was just so annoying. It was always there. But, like, obviously, have you seen the first film? Yeah. They literally replicate the first film in every way they could do. Like, the guy telling the stories constantly, he did that twice. Um, obviously, the funny thing, like I said, the Thomas Tank and the Pez dispenser. The little romance between Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Do you think they furthered yeah. anything? Like, was it just the same, the first film in a slightly different well, storyline? Or did so, they... Well, that sounds like so they've emphasised the point that they can now <laughs> easily... Uh, it's easily obtainable to get to that quantum realm, which in the first film was not easily obtainable, or it was easy to get to, but it wasn't easy to get back from, and now they seem to be able to do it like that. Yeah. Like, no What, effort. to get to the quantum realm? Well, they did it in the back of a van. Hmm. I don't think I don't think them getting there was that big of a problem. It was just no, that's they, what I'm saying. That's what I'm, saying I'm saying in the first film, I think they were just worried about them going that small and being able to come back. They but, thought yeah, they couldn't come back. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think it. I don't think it, in this film it's particularly um, easier. If that makes sense, I think they have just figured out a way, they just figured there, that way to get back. back. But I think I think the point of this film is to show that they can do it. Like, there's mm. no, like, oh, you're going to faint when you're in there and you're not going to be able to, like, press a button to come back. Because I'm assuming, in the f- if I remember correctly, the first film, all he has to do is press the button to make himself bigger again to get out, doesn't he? Uh, well, he had to take... There was a restriction on his belt that he couldn't go smaller than an ant. But then he took that off to go subatomic. Yeah. And then, yeah, then he he did manage to become big again. Yeah, so what is the quantum realm? It's like when you're so small, you you see all of that the bacteria and like molecules and things. Um, and basically, and we're we're the assumption that's going to be used in some way, shape, or form in Infinity War because this film is set. That's this, like the best power ever. Well, this film set. This film still. This film is set prior to Infinity War and then after the post credits. Yeah, I I took it. I took it as Infinity. parallel to Infinity War. I wouldn't take it as parallel. I think it's before because I surely they they see the chaos in the city. If it was parallel, I thought they would have gone to help out. But he, they don't know, do they? Like, yeah, but it was all over the news. Tony Stark was missing. Chaos in the city. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, so I think it's before, and then the post credit makes it at the end. Yeah, I know what you mean when you say this film was a bit pointless. I think it, it's it's used to show the importance and and the ease of the quantum realm and how Ant-Man and the Wasp can get there, yeah. and also the quantum energy, because I think that's going to be important for like healing any of these superheroes that are going to come back to life after Infinity War Part 2. So I think it was mainly just to kind of somehow get that part of the story into it. Mm. I thought, yeah, it was very low stakes. It was basically just a, a cat and mouse film, wasn't it? Like They mm. ke- kept stealing things of one another. It was entertaining, but yeah, yeah like... So Walton Goggins' character was, you know, he was just there to kind of 
look a bit evil. Mustache twirly, mustache twirly. Exactly, yeah. a bit scenery chewing. The thing is, mustache twirly, kind of. Um, but no, I actually thought the villain was decent, and I quite liked her background story. But I think I was saying to you guys, I wish they put, they kind of like explain what's wrong with her in that middle issue of the film. I feel like they could have put that at the beginning, and like yeah. maybe shown her on like a like a mission or two, yeah. killing, killing people for Shield or something like that. I think they did it for like a shock shock value, like oh my god, she's the agent of Shield daughter. But but I, like I said to Jack, I was like, oh yeah, I bet he, I bet he, she's that agent of Shield's daughter. I thought she was gonna be that guy's daughter, mm. and then they're like, oh no, it's some other guy, and you're like. Oh. Yeah, because like, it's a guy. Well, I didn't know the guy. Do you know who the guy, nah, the guy nah, was? Nah, yeah, nah. so I, so it didn't really, that didn't really pay off that much for me. But um, I feel like they could have maybe fleshed her out a little bit more. And I liked how she. I liked when they were fighting her. I thought that was quite interesting because obviously it was it was difficult for them to fight her. But I find it quite weird when she does. She have like super speed or anything like that because like the way only way she was catching up with them was just running places yeah <laughs> so she, 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 she seems to have super strength as well oh, yeah, she was okay. kicking him yeah, through yeah so maybe she had super speed or something but I don't know she didn't... maybe because of the jolting of the yeah. thing she I, would, I would quite like to see her as part of the team of Ant-Man and the Wasp like, I, I don't what, you want to see a third film no I, don't... I, I think Ant-Man's going to get a third film which I think is kind of ludicrous I think they're trying to just do trilogies for all of them like I, I think I like Ant-Man as a character I don't think he's particularly interesting enough to carry his own film like the films are fine like they're entertaining uh, but they're they're not like action packed um, and I just feel like if they were all part of like these bigger films or they turned up in other people's films a bit like you know Hawkeye Scarlet mm. Witch mm. those sorts of people that's fine like I, I like the characters. I just think, for, as in terms of having a whole film about them, there ain't, ain't much, that much to kind of do. Um, I've got a question for you in regards to the ending of the film. Can I ask like. quickly? Yeah, ask go quickly, yeah. I'll talk about the ending. Do you not think they made Scott seem like a bit of a dumbass? Yeah, first film he was bare smart. He was smart. He's got a, he's got like a master's degree or something. Like yeah, that. and then he and he but he did stupid things yeah. for his family. And this film they were like made him seem like a bit of an idiot. Yeah. I feel like he was representing the audience, right, right, in a sense, because they were always talking about all these, like, science, you know, whether they were true or not, scientific facts, Mm. and quantum this, quantum that, and he would always just pop up and be like, why are you always talking about quantum, or Mm. what does that actually mean? Why are you adding quantum to the beginning of everything? Yeah, Yeah. which is kind of like what I was sitting there thinking, I was like, because I was kind of switching off, I was like, they're just talking about too much stuff, um, and they're not explaining it, which they don't have to, because it's not actually real, but, Mm. you know, he was kind of there being like, actually, you know, what are you on about? Right. But yeah, I mean, he... he it, Even I, him telling Luis to come to the come to the woods when they were when they were hiding in the building and obviously Luis yeah. got trapped, got caught by the, uh, you know, moustache twirly villain guy. Um, I thought that was really dumb. That was, that was really dumb as well. I, like, I didn't really... I was thinking like, yeah, I was thinking like, why have you told him where you are when where you are supposed to be a secret? Like, regardless of obviously you want to help him with the company, da 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 da. But I was just thinking like, that was a bit of a stupid thing to do. But, well. Yeah, I, I'm not sure... Either Ant Man or the Wasp are much more developed at the end at the end of this film than they were at the beginning. No, I don't think so. Like they're basically just the same. But what do we feel about um, the Wasp then? So she's the first uh, female superhero in the Marvel universe to just be given here. billing on a mm. on a film, which is obviously quite important. Um, obviously, Wonder Woman has taken Take taken right. that first yeah. from DC, but for Marvel, it's a big step. Mm. How do we feel that the Wasp was represented? Um, you know, she's given equal billing to Ant-Man in the title of the film, but was she given, in your opinion, equal screen time, equal enough to do? She's probably given more screen I time, wasn't she? she? I think she's probably given more to do 
Um, I think she's almost definitely got better control of her powers than, than yeah. Ant-Man does. And I think I quite enjoyed her her fight scenes, like the one where she did like quite near the beginning where she um, wanted to steal that part off the yeah. guy. I thought that, was, that whole sequence was pretty sick. Um, she's like getting small, getting big and avoiding knives and shit. I thought that was pretty jokes. Um, but yeah, I think she did. She she was good. She was really good, I think. I don't think they shortchanged her at all, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you. I think she... I, I really liked her character. She was quite badass. She was quite, you know... Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Chris is anime. She was quite... Um, Independent in her own right, she was saving Scott mm. quite a bit. Like when he Scary. goes too giant and he loses oxygen, he like starts drowning. That was quite funny, by the way. Yeah. I've got to get out of the way. And he's like fucking about to collapse. I thought that was quite funny. Yeah, I forgot. What's that bit? When he's like massive and he's got the um he's got the building, he's like screaming at everyone like, get out of the yeah. way. He's like bare slow. I thought that was hilarious. I, I, think that's, I think that's quite good they've put a negative effect on his ability to grow to mm. 65 plus feet because mm. I think otherwise he's he's become too powerful like I said like, and there's a cartoon that's going around that uh, if Ant-Man was there in the Infinity War all he had to do was go subatomic go in Thanos' ear that's grow it. bigger and smash <laughs> his explode his head and it's game over in it yeah but Doctor Strange didn't see that and he's a million and fucking one Different sequences. So, what well, would you guys rate the movie? I'd seven. give it seven. seven. Yeah. Or 6.8. I don't think. Oh. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination it's one of the better films. I'm not sure if I think it's better than the first. I think it's worse than the first. You think it's worse? Yeah. I, 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 really, I, think, I think I really like the first one. So, yeah, so this but it's is, tough for a sequel, isn't it? Yeah, it's always the case. That's the thing. Like, I would put this fairly low down in my Marvel ranking, mm. but that's not to say I didn't like it. Mm. Whereas films like Thor, The Dark World, Incredible Hulk and Doctor Strange they would be down there because I just don't think they're very good films mm. but this is because there's just a lot of films yeah comparatively See, like the actions there's not much action it's more of a comedy like I would just put many others above it the thing is there's no there's no real I don't think there's no real urgency to make this film like because like for Doctor Strange no, okay for Hulk I thought that was an urgency to get it off and running so they had Hulk in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah and I think again and I think it's a real difficulty to have a proper villain against the Hulk yeah I think they went wrong by doing it as Abomination I think they should have had in the cartoons it was always a guy with a massive brain I think Brainiac no that's DC mate oh but there was always I remember in the comics it was like a green guy with a moustache and a big brain I think that's I'm getting people mixed up leader huh the leader Maybe, yeah. They should have probably gone with that because that was a different story. They did get him right yeah, at the end. Yeah, he he's in it, but they should have made that the villain because literally they just replicated and made smaller the previous film that they had made. Megamind. Megamind. <laughs> but, like, and then, so for Doctor Strange, it's so stupid what they did. They're just playing massive catch-up and they're, like, smashing in 15 years of experience into one film, like... What do you think this Captain Marvel then? Do you reckon that's... Well, rushed? see, Captain Marvel's not going to be much rushed because I think she's been in space and we all... I think most people have the opinion that she's going to be a strong individual because Nick Fury's used her as a wild card in in the, in the need of... If, yeah. you, if, if, if you're in need. So I think everyone's going to make the assumption she's strong and it's just going to be like a Captain America film. It's going to be like mm. an origin of war oh, or, good, or huh? going to space... And then either she's had the powers before she went to space or she goes to space and gets these powers. And even though they've made four really strong, and I think in the comics four stronger than her, I think now they're going to make her stronger than him. Mm. 
what good she's going to be, I don't know, because it seems like the original team are going to probably figure out themselves, but... Well, yeah, I mean, like, films like Ant-Man, they don't cost as much to make as the bigger films. They don't make as much, but I feel like, you know, they, if, they, if they're if they putting 100 million to these films and they, 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 make, they make three, four, then that's fine. That's, like, yeah, that, so I don't mind them so making smaller I th- films. I think Ant-Man was still clear, like, half a billion, probably. Yeah, I think it's already made. Well, just, mate, did you see about Incredibles? It was yes, made a billion, one hundred and sixty million, but it's only got six seventy million back. What's that for? Really? I looked the other day. It's like four hundred mil that it's made. But <laughs> oh, you come with the fake news. I just had a fucking look. Fake news. Oh, Wikipedia. Maybe that was an opening weekend. What? Yeah. Maybe that was an opening weekend. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> so in this, well, the, I think the, the, there's two post. You had a question about the post credits, didn't you? Oh yeah. So. Basically, spoilers, obviously, as usual. Massive spoilers. But, um, so there's two post-credit really. scenes. The first one is... Um, sorry about all the background noise. Um, for fuck's sake. <laughs> is Ant-Man going into the quantum realm to kind of bottle the quantum energy, which they're going to use to heal people. And then when he comes... Yeah. Um, that sounds so lame. And you've got Wasp, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne back in the real world waiting to get him out and then he's like yeah I'm ready to come out now and then it cuts to where they are and they're all ash and I was like shit because obviously everyone's thinking well what happens to Ant-Man what happens to Hawkeye all these people that we haven't seen in Infinity War like are they alive or not so obviously Ant-Man is still alive but he's stuck in the quantum realm Hawk's definitely Hawkeye's definitely alive um Hawkeye's going to definitely have some lame thing in the, la- in the last scene like where he wins it all for him and you're going to be like He's just gonna have a one He's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, he's looking that way and he just gets his arrow and he's like, I got him. Yeah, sick, he's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could do it. Um, but but then obviously Wasp, Janet, and Hank are all gone. Actually, I want to say, I think considering Janet Van Dyne's the MacGuffin of this whole film, like the whole thrust of the plot. She had very little to do. She's only in it for about five minutes. Yeah, I was a bit like, oh, I thought she'd have a little bit more to do. I was a bit disappointed. If I it would have been nice if, if, if um, only her had turned to Ash, because then they would like maybe it would have been a thing where Thanos wouldn't have minded if it was Thanos related or if it was her like quantum realm energy. Thing ah. Really. Ah. But, yeah, yeah. that would be so pointless. That would have made the film so much more pointless. Yeah. Really matter, and then Shit. the second post credits is. Oh, Dom, mate, my question. Oh, this kid, was mate? it relating to the first or second? Yeah, first one. Well, who gives a shit about the second one? Oh, second one, by the way, is an ant playing some drums. Yeah, but it does show you that how quiet everything is, and that there's a state of emergency. Um, because that's on the TV. It just says, you know, like one of those. The TV's like boom. State of emergency. What's your question? Then? My question is. Uh, I've got two questions. No, I haven't. Do I? Oh, my lord. <laughs> uh, how do you think he's going to get out of that quantum realm? Or do you even think he's going to get out? And be in I the... think he will get out, yeah. But how? Mm, I'm sure. Well, don't maybe, make... maybe, maybe Tony will find him or something. Does he age in the quantum realm? Yes, because yeah. he's one age. How does one survive in there, by the way? What do you eat? I don't know. <laughs> Bacteria. She's in there for 30 years. 30 what you years? Yeah, what do you eat? She has magical powers, mate. She don't need to eat. Like, they did. That's what they needed to explain. I wanted to know what power she had because mm. they literally were just like, "Yeah, she's alright. Oh, she can touch someone. They're alright, safe." And then she managed to get her husband out of a state of um, delirium when he was in there. Yeah, she, took like, his, she took his helmet. Yeah, off as well. and then she also managed to take over Scott Lang's mind, uh, showing him her this past. Is his her, the, that, was, that was quite fun. <laughs> took over his mind to show him the past, and then took his body over to talk to. Um, his her husband and daughter. Mm. I think some of the exposition in this film was 
pretty shoddy. Mm. Like the first exposition, like they're Explaining. giving information oh, yeah. to the audience. Like the first five minutes is Hank talking to Hope, being like, oh, so, you know, remember when your mother was lost in the quantum realm and we never thought that we could get her back? Well, now that's got you know, and, and it's just like, okay, right, fine. You could have explained this a little bit less blatantly. Um, mm. and, and yeah, also kind of what you were just it saying. Just kind of, it's kind of a bit, that scene was kind of a bit like, why are you having this conversation now? Because you'd be having that conversation immediately after Ant-Man, yeah, not after Civil War. Was it after Civil War? Well, I don't know. Because she had a different haircut. Okay, is that what they were trying so to say? she had the haircut it? she did in right, okay. So And then it went, like, oh, okay. then it went present two, day. It's taken them two or three years yeah. to get... Oh, under two years to get all that equipment and make the thing. Right, yeah. okay, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Ish, mate. It makes sense. Ish. So how is that man going to get out? I don't well, know. But see, don't they... Mo- yeah, oh, go, yeah. I, was like, I reckon it would just be Tony or Bruce Banner or somehow. Do you think? Yeah, all right. See, I was thinking it could be three things. I think it could be he just gets out on his own because he just does what he did when he was in the quantum realm before, which I don't understand why they don't put it on him anyway. Um, two, Ghost comes and is like, have you guys got my stuff yet? And she's like, <laughs> Oh shit, like, he's in there, let me get him out. Or three, the ant comes and saves him. The ant? Yeah, man. They're fucking bare smart, man. Fair enough. Like, as, as long as he's got that earpiece on, he'll be like, Oi, come and get me. <laughs> to be fair, the bit where, uh, where he was like summoning the ants and they could go and eat my skin. Yes. And then he wrote, I can't remember what he named it, but he wrote one. Tony. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah, and then he was riding one off and then the seagull took it and he was like, Antonio! <laughs> that was quite funny, yeah. That's probably my favourite bit of the film, to be fair. Oh. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, Ant-Man's comedy was pretty nah, spot on, I think. Like, I don't think it was quite as funny as the first one, though. No, nah, Unfortunately. But it was still pretty... It was still but, because when he got taken over by the mum, he was, like, stroking their faces oh, yeah. and stuff and, like, holding their Gordon hand. Honey or something yeah. Like that, yeah, and they were, like, just so, like... Taken back by the fact it was her, they were just going with it, and it's oh, like, oh, they should have the bloopers like uh, Rush Hour day. Oh the yeah, end, yeah, 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 that'd be funny. How important do you think Atman's going to be in the next <clears throat> Avengers? Film? I don't think it will be that important. No, no. It's all about Iron Man, Captain. Yeah, America, I think it is really. And Hulk, which seems, uh, yeah, uh, that thing that they're saying is really bugging me. Cause mm. I'm like, why didn't he? Is he just being a little brat or something? Well, do you want to explain? Yeah, what are you talking about? We, well, we didn't talk about. Oh, uh, did we not talk about? On the no, we were recording that point. So, well, the Ru- Russo brothers, Russo, yeah, yeah Russo. Yeah. They're ad- they keep coming out and having to explain to people, and they're adamant that Hulk was not scared of Thanos, that he was fed up, just fed up of always fighting for Bruce or something like that, and being used as a machine, as a fight machine, or whatever like that. And they keep they're adamant that the reason that is 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 not because Hulk was scared, even though it seemed. To me, anyway, blatantly obvious. Because he went, seemed, no! Yeah, the yeah, scared to come out. Because he got... Because well, when he initially fought Thanos, he lost. Yeah. And he's never lost before. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, oh, shit. That's what I kind of got. Yeah. And that's the, for pretty much everybody got. But they, like... It makes me think that... What, they must be planning something else to do with or that, just, Or they're just trying to throw you off. Yeah, maybe. But it's well, better Do you reckon they could ever split and be, have be individual, like, Bruce and Hulk at the like, same time? Because why would Hulk be like sick of being yeah. Banner's kind of fighting? So yeah, no, no. Hulk was Hulk for two years on Hulk World. Yeah. He was loving it. Sakana. So, well, it wasn't Hulk World, but yeah, it's Sakana. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's, it's kind of strange. did have a, actually talking about Marvel stuff. Did you see um, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy signed a petition to have James Gunn come back? Yeah. Yeah. Which Thoughts? I thought was a bit. I mean, fair enough, support your director, but. 
I don't know, like we discussed before, I, I don't, maybe it's not a sackable offence, but it's definitely, I, it's, offense. It's definitely not within Disney's... He's, tweet, he, they, sorry, he, they found loads of tweets from him from a few years ago about like paedophilia and rape and stuff, like him making jokes about it, and so they found him. Because that's not within Disney's like, image. Yeah. No, nah, we're talking right, really so. bad stuff. There's better, wasn't there? There's yeah. thousands. Yeah. And it's like, if Disney hire him back, then they're basically saying, yeah, it's kind, they're condoning kind of, it condoning it yeah and I know he's a different person now but yeah. I don't know is he's, he's, well, this is how many years he ago? says he is he's full, he was a full grown man yeah I know he was in his like late 30s yeah. but um, he was a kid I can understand but yeah so they're supporting him I can't imagine Disney going to rehire him I don't know what it means for the future of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, are they going to be happy to work with another director I mean what other director tough, tough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, come on. tough shit isn't it? Peyton Reed because <laughs> Do you so know if they're going to be comedy in Ant-Man? Well, I, I was because thinking that they'll probably use the full Ragnarok guy, won't they? Um, Taika Waititi. Did you know that, um, that was good comedy. Mm. Ant-Man 1 was originally directed by Edgar Wright? Yeah. Mm. I didn't find that. Yeah, man. That's good. So, Ollie, what have you been watching, mate? We've talked uh, about superheroes, but what have you been watching? I have watched... Uh, Boo, no one cares. I've watched Get Out. Get Out? Get. You love that. No, because we... I said we should talk about it because Obi's here. Because he's a... Because it's a horror movie. I watched it though. I don't think it's a horror, it's a thriller. Yeah, well, it's classed yeah. as a horror, but it's I watched it eventually horror. though. Because I was watching it with Jules. Because mm. I wanted to introduce her to it, and I was like, this is why Obi don't come over anymore. <laughs> and then she was like, the next time he comes over, she's going to have a cup. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have a teaspoon. Kind of something. She's sitting in a chair, <laughs> one tear coming down my head. Uh, so, what was it like second time then? Good. It was. I think it was better. No, I don't know. I can't really remember the first time. People were just screaming at the cinema. No, I remember, do you remember the end when, when, we when, when they were like, "Yeah, woo!" And we're Very like, true. But when, like, when the girl's on the stairs and she pulls out the keys, everyone's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Things like that makes me wish I watch. I watch it in the cinema. Did you? Did you? Has everyone here seen both endings? No. The second ending. Yeah. yeah the second ending. What's the second ending? He goes to prison, basically. Yeah. So the guy gets caught by other police. And then they send him to prison. I feel like that oh, would really? have undermined the entire yeah, message of the film. Yeah, but he only... I think he was saying that he was never going to put that as the ending. He just wanted to make it because that's, like, a more realistic, realistic the, yeah, the ending. Direct, yeah. The, I think the director said that he felt the, that the film needed, like, a hero, so to speak. So it was better that he got away with it. But he said he was saying, in real life, the alternate ending is almost definitely what would have happened. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's fair enough. I guess that makes some... You know, that does... It, I guess reinforce the political yeah, point. Yeah, because you're on someone else's... It's a real realistic story to begin yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, I think the realism towards being on someone else's property, burning down their house, killing all of them, and then you going, oh yeah, they they were attacking me. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Mm. And also yeah. racism. Also. Also. Yeah. It's a good film, man. Yeah, good film. It's a good film. Um, Academy Award winning. And that's it, move on. Move on. Oh. What else is on the list? Obi. Short and sweet, I uh, yeah, yeah, geez. Yeah. Well, What'd you rate it? Well, we'll go around, innit? What'd you rate it? What'd I rate it? I don't know, you got 99%. I wouldn't rate it that, though. Oh, get out of here, it's not got 99%. Get yeah, out of here. Hey. Got 99 well, Infinity Wars got 83. I don't know what I'd give it. 8 out of 10. Maybe okay. 7. But I, I don't really watch a lot of horrors. So no, I neither do I. I don't anymore, actually. I mean, for like. For gripping you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty grippy, but a lot of it, actually, the second time watching it, I was like, oh, there's a lot of dialogue that's pretty boring. Mm. Oh, really? So him and his girlfriend, and you're like, oh. Because you, watching it second time around, did you see any, any hint that the girlfriend was going to be the villain? 
Like, we knew she was going to yeah. be the villain, but was there, like, real... No, nothing. No. No. no foreshadowing. That's the whole point, though, isn't it? Mm. True. But there's, yeah, in some films, it. there's always, like, little clues here and there dotted, dotted around. Yeah. That you don't... yeah, but I think sometimes, actually, it's not, and people just look into it, like, you know... Like, like Shakespeare. Or, or no, yeah. just, like, <laughs> there might be someone looking at the camera or whatever, and then they look away, and then they look back, but... It might not be they're looking away because they're like devious. Yeah. It might have been a fly and they were like. Yeah, true, true. Shot, shot with a shot. Yeah. Oh, mate. No, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, 10 media. I do find, I do find that some yeah. films are taken like Shakespeare's taken. Zygast. The guy just definitely just made a play and people are just making it out to be something that's. Sheldon for it, will you? No? <laughs> I'm looking at these terms. <laughs> <laughs> what was the term? I didn't even hear it. Sheldon for it. Uh, I'm just looking at year 10 media, mate. Oh, mate. Honestly. <laughs> What else have you seen, Ollie? Gone in, Ollie. What else have I seen? So, Hit me with your best I watched... Have any of you seen Game Over Man? I think Joe's seen it, but... I think, I think he talks oh, about it. Oh, guys. I think Jesse is pretty crap. It's so funny. Is it? It's uh, got Adam Devine. Yeah. So, you know, the guy it's from the with, family. When they're in the restaurant. This one the is... Work, the three waiters, like, work. Yeah, 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 in the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's like a diehard. So, like, terrorists come in the building. Mm. And it's just so funny. It's so stupid, but... If they've got a TV series as well. It's the three of them. Um, Adam, oh, so Workaholics. Workaholics. Have you seen that? I've seen like five minutes of it. Oh, it's so wicked. Mm. It just makes me want to go to America, sit on a roof of a house and drink and smoke weed. <laughs> I'm like, it's a pretty fun thing. I reckon that's all they were doing. We don't condone the smoking of weed in this place. Wow. Um, <laughs> Chris is so high right now. I would, not, <laughs> I would not want to sit on a roof. I would just feel like I would fall right through it. Yeah, okay. you, def- you definitely would. <laughs> you, wow. You definitely Glenn, would. Glenn, wow. Glenn, you would definitely just jump off it. I'm not going to lie, mate. When you're high. <laughs> no, he jumps out of windows. Yeah, mate. Hey, Glenn's never been high in his life, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, sorry. It was fucking slander, man. <laughs> it was bullshit. Don't know who might be listening. What about a cocaine you had just there? Oh, that was nice. Cocaine. Smelled good. Cocaine. Um, mate, that thing. Don't watch that. Don't watch what? what? Super Task Force 1. But it's a Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> mate. Oh, mate. The acting in it is so bad. Like, is honestly, honestly, I need to show you like the first two minutes is of it. Is it American? Yeah. It's so bad. What, is it Netflix? Wait, hold on. No, don't. Why? Don't. Paul, Why? I don't want to watch it. You do, mate. <laughs> I don't. You want to relive what I lived for f- five minutes? And no, I don't. The acting in it is just so, like... I thought, do you know what? It's probably one of these spin-off Power Ranger things. I'll watch it. I'll give it a go because it's on Amazon. The, the the dialogue is dreadful. The acting is awful. The suits are disgraceful. Like, see, the thing is, I sounds, ask, sounds like Power Rangers. Want, yeah, don't do that. I want to ask you guys a question a minute because, like, do you ever watch shows and you're thinking, like, how the fuck did this get commissioned? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think, who who watched this and thought I do that with films? Yeah, who watched this and thought, yeah, this. This is, this we, is got, we, we got something good. Yeah. Do you remember when we watched bloody um the grassy the new class whatever it was called? Oh. And, and it was literally one of the worst things I've ever seen. I'd honestly be offended Film if I was like TV. if I was like a like homosexual person, I'd be offended by that TV it show. So it was bad. so like over exaggerated on everything and like and the dialogue was so so bad. Yeah, and it's just terrible. like where are you like, going like with the this? The acting dialogue was like and acting was and even it, worse. You know these things and even like anything like shit like products. Food, anything. It takes so long to process. So many people sign this stuff off yeah. and put a lot of money into it. Yeah. And I just think, what the fuck? Like we could, we could come up better. Well, at what it, point do actors read the script and be like, yeah, yeah? But and, and it not think and they like, not realize it's a shit movie. Like, what was the one with Jamie Foxx earlier or last year? Oh, like, yeah, that's awful. Yeah, sometimes that Jason it. Statham film coming out of the giant, ridiculously big shark. Yeah, but it, some, so for, so for what the first point, like people just take the jobs because it's their first 
job and they mm. want to get in there. But I feel sorry for them people because obviously they want to get their their go and they just get given an absolute pile of poo. The thing, oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. The thing is, like sometimes actors don't even get like the full script; they just kind of get like their a snippet, lines yeah, and a couple yeah. pages. And the thing I reckon probably when you're reading it on paper and it probably in theory to them it probably seems, seems alright but obviously when you act out and even when you're acting it probably it might seem alright but when you're wa- maybe when you're watching it back you're like oh yeah because yeah, the awful. film can be made or lost in like the edit room yeah. like exactly, the yeah, music exactly. yeah but I'm special... sorry but a giant shark at what yeah, point I don't like, know. okay we got you like a lifeguard or whatever there's a giant but then if that's, shark if that is tongue in cheek a bit like Sharknado then you know yeah, but if it's, it's not meant to be isn't it like Sharknado 6 or something like yeah but that's like a cult film now people just watch it because it's Sharknado but I don't think like Jason Statham I don't think he's a big like okay bar Fast and Furious yeah he's in bloody Crank Crank 2 he bangs a bird on a horse track for god's sake like he's not exactly someone who's gonna he does like prop, I don't think proper serious films like there's no. one or two he's, not, he's on A-list yeah huh Expendable. That's yeah. not fucking. Yeah, I mean, some people just do for the money yeah. as well. Yeah, true. Like, some people are literally just like it's it's their living. And fair, and fair. They're fair. like, fuck it, I'm making female off this. Yeah. Like, I can guarantee you. That's Nicholas Cage's. He voiced Superman in he, Teen and, Titans. And Samuel Jackson. Oh, he was meant to be Superman at one point. Yeah, I think that's why. I in Death of Superman, they even made like the first bits of it in the suit and everything. Need to see that. It's not out, I don't get commissioned. No, I just need to see the exact clip. <laughs> so well, yeah. What I was going to ask is, is it, like, can you guys think of anything, any film or TV show off the top of your head where you're like, oh my God, how did this get made? Well, the latest uh, series of Waterloo Road. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's got ridiculous. Nah, mate, Waterloo Road was sick, absolutely mate. absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I Denzel Kelly, oh my God. Um, it's gone too soon. Well, to be honest, <laughs> I can't think of it because I just, if if the first you couple of episodes aren't good, it. I just yeah, I just won't fun. watch it and no, I just forget about it. That's the thing. You're, you're, I'm 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 more of a complete finisher. So yeah. Like, yeah, but if it's shit, why are you carrying on? Because I think if there's something in general that interests me, then I'll give it. I'll think. I'll like give in it, humans, I'll give it a ch- thing. Because in humans, in general, interests me. So I cut. So I gave it a chance. Mm. In humans, yeah. yeah. The Marvel one. Marvel one. Ramsey Bolton. Oh Dalton, yeah, so yeah. yeah. But and like, well, I don't know, Chris, you still watch Shadowhunters, that's fucking shit, so why do you keep watching that? I don't know, it's just like, <laughs> background TV, it's alright, has a few twists, a few turns. What about all the spin-offs to American Pie? I've watched all of them, yeah. They're pretty bad. They're, probably, they're quite terrible, yeah. Yeah. Fair. I just want to see where they go. Well, there was a film which I spoke about a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months oh, ago God. now, my dad bought me, it was called Sick Boy. Yes. It was this horror film. Mm. It was unbelievably shit. <laughs> I mean, it obviously had a very low bud, very low budget, but still, someone has not only financed it, but they've also distributed it onto DVD. Mm. So I think like someone's, someone's put you know, half a mil or whatever into this, and it was shocking. Yeah. It was so shit, and the acting was shit, and like, I just thinking, why would you bother? <laughs> but then obviously, I said to my dad, I was like, you fucking helped fund this because you bought the DVD. Uh-huh. It's his fault. I don't know. I think there's that change in society, isn't there, where it's like people are more inclined to just buy cheap have shit you know yeah. Primark all the shit food that we get that you can now buy in bulk but it's because it's cost because everyone's worried about money you said Primark so they're like well yes it's shit for clothes isn't it it's oh, cheap right. clothes and then you got and now, and now it's happening to the movie industry mm. obviously you got the, yeah, but if the you others put, that are you know the Marks and Spencers that are putting a lot of money in and they're making a lot of money out of it I like this analogy <laughs> Marvel but then you know you got the exact opposite where it's but then also but it's just cheap and you're like but if you buy a shit pair of clothes you haven't wasted 90 minutes of your life have you you just you might have spent 90 minutes looking for the clothes you know what I mean yeah 
or you know it might <laughs> it might look like shit and well you won't wear it, it for nine minutes it'll fall apart within minutes. like two days and then you have to yeah. go out and get more fair play what do you um, do in your clothes Ollie mate similarly this is just come off the top of my head is there any I've put more TV shows is there any TV show that you say maybe like got cancelled or something where you're like oh this deserved to have more more seasons oh. I think I think Heroes nah nah no, but I mean, it got recommissioned and it was fucking awful. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But like things like that, I think it, they were so expensive to create. Mm. Oh, that, what about that, My Name Is Earl? Yeah, what the hell? Never watched that. Banded on a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah Although it. didn't you say didn't you say that they were never gonna? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were never gonna complete the list yeah, anyway. Unfortunately, the one of two off the top of my head is Lie to Me. I don't know if Evie. Oh god, that was really so annoying that ending. And. um... Breakout Kings. Breakout Kings. Oh, also, also ended that cliffhanger, cliff mate. Killer cliffhanger. The option of sell out your uh, prison officer. Or, yeah, or, or, become a... or go to jail again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because some of these things get cancelled because they're too expensive to carry on. Their viewership's not enough. I don't, but the thing is, like, things like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I can't imagine has like a massive budget. And no. it's quite popular, so they should just keep churning them out. Yeah, because that just got... No, but it got cancelled and they've only got one more season now. Well, at the moment. No, but I think the, the the network that picked it up were just like, yeah, we'll just do one, one but final season. Some, some thing is like, with what might happen with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm not sure, but because I haven't watched season, much of season five. But I, I used to watch... Did you watch Community? Uh, no, I wanted to. I didn't remember. But like, the first four seasons of that, or four and a half seasons, were great. Like, as in like, a re- like probably one of my favourite TV shows. And then it got to season five, and it was waning a bit. And I felt like they were going to cancel it. I think they did cancel it, but then it's similar with um, with uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, because they've done everything with it, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So they got like a they like a they had a cult following, and so like they were oh yeah yeah. So I think Yahoo decided to pick it up for one more season, and the last season was dreadful. Oh okay. And it's just like we've kind you kind of not ruined it, but you yeah, it ended on a bit of a sour note. What the Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah. No, oh, no, 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 Community. community oh, so. right, and similar with kind of similar with Scrubs I as well. I knew that was gonna go out. Yeah, Scrubs last season. Scrubs was gonna end after season eight, wasn't it? That was the perfect ending to any season I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Having all the old cast come down a corridor. Yeah. Ollie crying. Seasons. It but makes so, everything yeah. even better. Some, sometimes it doesn't work doing these extra seasons. And sometimes you you can look back and think, okay, yeah, they were right to cancel it when they did. But yeah. like for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm of the same opinion, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you've had everything happen really. Like Jake's become a bit mature. Uh, he's now with Santiago. you got the, that he's been to prison. I haven't seen the next part because I'm waiting for it to come on. But it's next. only because they left it on a cliffhanger. So that's the only reason you want to see it. Like, if, I like, if I like you just had like three more, three more episodes, not even a whole season, just like mm. three more episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they leave it on a cliffhanger because they, they, they know it will get season. picked up. Yeah. That's because if, if they just close it. That's what I quite which like. Which is very surprising about Scrubs. Mm. Which is why it then got That's what I quite like about Wait, a lot. didn't it do another two seasons, Scrubs? No, just one. Yeah, they did two. So there was one, one, one at the hospital one, wasn't it? No, because there was a whole one without JD and then there was one with JD, wasn't there? Yeah. No, the one with JD, the final season had JD was just in it. I think I might be wrong. Was it like one episode? Mate, was, was it, he in the it? Whole he was in it like probably about three, four episodes of it. Oh, I think <laughs> I could be wrong. Oh. Oh. But with British TV shows, I tend to find that they they're more happy to just be like, it's only last season. Yeah. Or it's we're ending on a high, like The Office. In between us. In between us, exactly. Oh um, yeah. But... Except it's misfits. That was downhill. That was true. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but in between us, aren't you like, oh, I wish they had done more. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 but, but then they, they make the, the films, the and then the films are very successful. Also, Skins. 
but skins was Whoa. different characters. Fair. So they yeah, did. They didn't. They didn't go. They didn't follow. Kind of. Did like, you see the characters they got for season five and six? Yes, it was shit. Um, and season seven. That's shit as well. But also, like I used, to, I watched a, a TV show called The Following, which was like about serial killer cult. Of course, um, it was Glenn. Uh, and that was only three series, but that was like very self-contained. Um, the third series wasn't as good, but it kind of it ended like it summed everything up, which was fine. I'm like, okay, cool. At least, you know, if you've got a resolution in mind, work to that resolution. Um, and then yeah, don't just milk it. Mm. I understand why they milk it, but Fargo's got um, season four coming out now. Good. Did you should've. Which Fargo is that? Mm. With um good. Thanks, man. Mm. They had the guy from um, Billy not Billy. No, the one the one who Billy plays. Billy Bob He was in the first no. series. Yeah. No. Hey. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy yeah. Bob. But it's yeah. Billy Bob. But it's, it's, anth- it's anthology, so the Billy cast Bob changes Bob. every season, doesn't it? Yeah, but bad, why is it still going on? They've done the bit about New Story then, no? Yeah. Did you cast a new story? Stupid. Um I watched a film yesterday, one from the archive, called Heat. It's a 1995 crime film. Classic. Featuring Robert De Niro and uh, Al Pacino. So Al Pacino is a, a cop. Robert De Niro's a gangster. gangster. Um, gangster. Robert De Niro and his team, including Val Kilmer, like rob banks and uh, trucks with like bonds in and stuff. Um and it's basically like again a bit of a cat and mouse like Pacino's trying to go after De Niro uh, and you know but then De Niro's like always been a lone wolf but then he meets this woman that he kind of falls in love with and there's this oh there's this, cheeks, man there's this tension because uh, at one point him and De, uh, De Niro and Pacino speak to one another and, and it's like if I see you coming around the corner um, are you attached enough to just leave or are you, you going to have to take her with you? Like, she's going to slow you down sort of thing. So that kind of happens. But this film was two hours, 45 minutes Ooh. long. It is a mission. And I was sitting there and, like, there's not... There's a few shootouts, but not spread over that film, there was not a lot of action. It was a lot of, like, talking, a lot of, like... And I, I literally... I had to kind of read up on it afterwards because... I think my concentration was lapsing mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, what's going on here now? And like, they're great actors and it was a great cast, but I feel like the film could have been at least an hour shorter. Mm. Like if they just tightened it up a bit, a bit more action. I think if a film, if a film's going to be over like two hours and 10 minutes, I would say you need that extra 25 minutes. Need, you need the film to be gripping at certain yeah. points to stop you from zoning yeah. out. Yeah, literally. And they were, because what I don't like about certain films, and I think quite a lot of crime or thriller films are like this, is they all just talk about people that haven't been introduced yet. So they'll be like, oh, we're meeting up with Pedro, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but Don Quixote has done this. And then you're literally, you're like, have I met these people? Like, mm. when are they coming to the story? Mm. And they just talk so quickly. Like <laughs> but they talk so quickly and so um, just casually about all these things. I literally, I'm like, I, I'm not following this. Yeah. Whereas things like Mission Impossible Fallout was two hours 30, and that was constant, like, action. And the plot was a bit confusing, but it was entertaining because there was always something going on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, everyone talks about Heat being a classic, and I was quite disappointed, because I think I had much higher expectations. And considering it was so long, it was not that entertaining. Ooh. I don't know. That's fair. Because there was also quite a lot of... Sometimes it would just cut to like another character and they'd just do like some very small action and then it would cut back and I was like, well, what was the actual point of that? Like if you just got rid of that 
part, that little subplot, it would have been so much tighter. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was a bit disappointed. That's fair. Speaking of Mission Impossible, um, just quickly because I know you guys spoke about it last week, but I'm trying to give my thoughts. Yeah, no, mate, no, um, no. Wow. No but um, I know that there was. Oh, that's interesting. I know there was um, mm. there was quite a big consensus on like on well on people I follow on Twitter that like this was a great film and you know action packed which it was and stuff like that. So was it thought, enough so, action packed for two hours and thirty minutes? I feel like it was pretty. Yeah, yeah? It was pretty you pretty did full. Zone out? Pretty full of it was pretty full of action. Like yeah. the action I thought was pretty where it happened was pretty good. I thought the stunts were proper sick. Um, I, find, I think I only found out the other day one of you told me that Tom Cruise does all his own stunts which yeah, yeah. makes it more impressive yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I looked like him when I was 55 it, or yeah. whatever I think but, it's the same um, as my dad I look at my dad I'm like <laughs> fuck you done with your life <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful <man. laughs> apologies Mr Pierce um, not you yeah. Piercing. OG isn't it um, but yeah no, I, I thought the film was decent however like Glenn, I think I did get a little bit confused in the middle, mostly with just Henry Cavill's character because I wasn't sure who he was working for. I didn't know, yeah. if, he, I didn't know if he was working for the CIA or if he was working for... Don't put your feet on my pillows. Or if he was just working for um, uh, the bad Who's guy, the pillows? whatever his name was. Or if he was working... If he was one of the apostles or if he was one was of... Was he John Lark? Yeah. Was he, you know, was he, or was he one of the people at the beginning? I can't remember what they were called, but whatever. And I was like, that bit confused me because he was double and triple and quadruple crossing. I was literally, I didn't know who's. I didn't get him. Angela Bassett's character either. Wait, why was she there? Pointless character. Like, she, she was like double crossing them and then she was like saving them. And I was yeah. like, uh, did she know that Cavill was dirty or not? Like, was he know. even dirty? I was noticing that bit <laughs> probably confused me. And even also, when they're in like the little uh, prison ish bit and um, Henry Cavill's character has just been like kind of found out and then he gets the people to come in and start shooting up the place, yeah? What's the, what's the bad guy's name? Um, that he was... Um, what's it? Solomon Lane. Yeah, him, yeah. I swear, I, I did not see him escape. But then he just appeared on a, on a helicopter, like, yeah. 20 minutes later in the film. I, I did not see him escape with anybody. I was just like, I was like, where is he? Mm. I thought you know, maybe they shot him and killed him. But then he just appeared on a plane 20 minutes later. I was like... Oh. I, do you know, that might have been a bit where Henry, Henry Carvel's told him to run, actually. Maybe. That's maybe. a bit. I love, like, prison escape movies. What? I, I don't know why, I just love them. Except that one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone. That was a little bit late. I haven't seen it. I've seen Shawshank. Prison, like Prison Break. Mm. Love it. Shawshank. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Just you're like, oh my god, is he going to do it? Is he going to get out? And have you ever, have you ever watched one? Alcatraz as well. That's have you ever awesome. watched one where they haven't escaped though? Uh, well, Prison Break. I mean, he gets caught again. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> if there was a film, so say a film about a prison escape, mm. and at the end of the film they don't escape, would you feel like that entire film was pointless? Like, do you think if a film sets up uh, a plot or a, no, a mission and it doesn't happen, do you kind of feel like, oh? I think if a film no, makes I you like feel it. something, yeah. then it's totally worth it. Like, if it I makes like, you yeah. have, you know, sympathy for the prisoners or for, you know, people that are in there for the right reasons, or if you, you, you're on suspense on the edge of your seat, mm. I think that's enough. Mm. Okay. What was the film? Uh, Indiana Jones... No. no oh, well, there was, okay. there's two that I'm thinking in my mind. Where, do you know the film called The Film Takers with Idris Elba and Chris Brown? No? No, no, no. no. no? Takers? Takers, yeah. It's like a bank heist film. I think it's got T.I.'s in it, Idris Elba's in it, Chris Brown. I think you remember you telling oh, me about this. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we watched it together. Yeah. But that film, basically, like, basically, all apart from one of them die. Yeah. Which was after, do, after doing the bank robbery, which I, like, that didn't disappoint me. Wasn't I, one of them a snit? No, uh, double... Was T-Pain like... Did he... T.I. Um, T.I. Did he, like, um... 
he he was like yeah he kind of like was double crossing yeah that's it yeah. yeah but um, there's that one and then oh, is it was Reservoir Dogs but they then they all die in the end Mm, yeah, suck. Yeah, that's no like hate for late, isn't it? Hate for late, they all. They all yeah, so like, I kind of enjoyed the element of them seemingly maybe getting away with, it, but then not getting yeah, away. Yeah. I don't think it bothers me too much as long as what's happened is well thought out because it's like it's similar to um, Ocean's Eight. Everything just kind of went the way it was supposed to go, and they got it, and I was like, oh, okay, this is a bit. <laughs> you want a bit of peril? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Mission Impossible. Yeah, it was decent. It's the first Mission Impossible I've watched. Yeah, same. I enjoyed what? it. I, yeah, really? one I've seen, yeah. You're gonna go backwards now, then. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I enjoyed it much enough for me to go and watch the other. They're ones. not all as confusing as that. I think I do want to watch the. Yeah, the, the first other ones. The the and it's just getting like one microchip or something <laughs> going down from the ceiling. That's it. Yeah, that's the thing. Back, in, back in the day, <laughs> they just got to get bigger and bigger stakes, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. yeah. It's like he's in Paris. Now, now he's in Budapest. Now he's the other uh-huh. side of the world. Mate, they've got bare money to spend not on the not on the person, the government dime. I'm gonna tell you that now. They should just do a film on like one neighbourhood. <laughs> he's in this side of Beckenham. <laughs> now he's over there. Also, with Mission Impossible, <laughs> I was the the nuclear ball thingies, the nuclear spheres, that confused me because I wasn't sure who had how many and where the third one was. I didn't really know what was so happening. So, that's the bad guys so stole... So, the bulk... The they stole three at the beginning, yeah. No, they stole one at the beginning, didn't they? No, they had the... They had the, the yeah, all three. All three. The, all basically. three of them lost yeah. when they when he decides to save... Luke, is it named mate, Lucifer? Yeah. So how did they get to it? Luc- no, it won't be Lucifer. No, who was it? What was Ving Rhames' character's name? Luce. It's Lou something. Lu- Lucian? No. Oh fuck no. Lucius. Yeah, I can't remember. Lucius. His name. Lucius. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Um, yeah, and then yeah, because they had the three plutonium balls, and they all get stolen, mm. and then one of them is given back to, well, what they think is John Lark, Tom Cruise's character. When? Uh, during the when the White Widow introduces her brother to him. Okay. But they, how did she get? To yeah, it? how did she get it? Did she take it in the first place? Well, she's so she's the broker. So basically, the apostles took it, right? And they were using Who are it. The apostles, well, by that's, the way, just <laughs> yeah, they didn't really touch <laughs> so, so this is what I understand from it. So she acted as a broker. Okay. Between, but, but why the would they apost- need her to be the broker? They've got what, well, what they, they need. Want, no, but they they want Solomon Lane out of prison. Yeah. So they were gonna give Tom Cruise all the nukes. Well, they to get thought him out. they thought. Tom Cruise's character was John Lark, so who's, telling, this, yeah, yeah, who's this like that's the only bit that international make sense, terrorist. Though, yeah, so they were going to give John Lark the nuclear bombs that they needed to do their terrorist activities but in order to get their leader back. Hmm. And then, when they working, I don't know, the John Lark is one of the apostles, so why the hell didn't just... The He's apostles? the leader of the apostles. Yeah, so oh no, Solomon Lane's the leader they of the didn't apostles. Ask, did, did they want to do the nuclear stuff? Wasn't it? Wasn't that just that guy, that random guy who they, who they tripped who wanted to do that? No, I think the they because they, they wanted about to blow stuff up. The greater the suffering, the greater the peace. But there wasn't enough. Is their mentality? But they yeah. wanted to get. They their needed that back. nuclear f- oh, physicist okay. to do that. So they were gonna. They got the nukes they needed, but they wanted their leader. So they were gonna su- give the nukes to John Lark, who was an apostle, to go and get. John Lark was an apostle. John Lark was an apostle because Henry Carville is. He's a terrorist. John Lark. He was a terrorist. He was doing the smallpox and that. Yeah, right? but he is John Mark, isn't it? Henry Carvel is John Mark, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't know. And John and Henry Carvel said he was part of the apostles, didn't they? Oh, okay. He did, he, like, did he actually say that? Because he said, why, very, yeah, he said when, when he was on the one-to-one, he was like, why have you made it so hard for the apostles to come and save you? Uh, why are you doing this back and forth when we could... And why are you so adamant to kill Tom Cruise or whatever his name is? Mm. I'm sure that's what he said. And In which case, if he didn't say that, it makes more sense because then he's just a middleman. But then... 
might again doesn't make sense. Why would you give your nuke weapons up for your leader to then have to go and get the nukes back? To no, because they all have the same. Don't they all have the same? Um, if they all have the same goal. agenda, why would you give? Why would you say to John Lark? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to give you the nukes if you get our leader back. Well, because you want your leader back. Yeah, because otherwise, how are they going to get their leader? Back? He's not just going to do it for them as a favour. I don't know. This is where I'm getting confused. But this one of them was saying, given yeah. to him as a down payment. Yeah, yeah. So and then the other two one. were going to be exchanged once he gets Solomon Lane. Right. So and then he never goes to the exchange. But then how did they get the other two back if the White Widow is part of the CIA? She's not. She's she is. Just, no, she's not. She's a broker. No, she's, no, no. They were, gonna, they were going to arrest her and she, as a favour, she um, gave, she can she give them, give them it for... Oh, are you sure? Because I'm sure in the bit where... She's where... Not, she wasn't part of the CIA. They were going to arrest her and she was doing it to get like um, immunity or time off her sentence. Yeah, that's what she does. Yeah. She, she wasn't part of the CIA. Ooh. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, as you can tell, Ooh. we're, very, we're all very confused about this Yeah, this has made me more confused. But it was now. entertaining. Yeah. Um, Decent film. Decent. Has anyone got anything else they want to discuss? Um... Mm. um I finished Krypton. Krypton's really good. Um... Season two is coming, so I'm looking okay. To they've that. already renewed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bringing in a character called Lobo, who I don't really know much about. Oh, Lobo, apparently, are they? Yeah, oh, so apparently. Interesting. Like, no, oh, do you know what? Actually, can How I? I manage that. Chris, do you care if I talk about? No, go for it, mate. I'm not, I won't talk about it in much depth, but basically, there is General Zod in in uh, in Krypton is proper sick, and basically there's this whole twist, and he he's like there's he's doing like this voiceover thing, and he's just like giving like some. Sorry. General Zod giving like some long speech and basically the way he like it's a really powerful speech and the way he, he ended it is they were all kneel before Zod and the way he did it was proper jokes yeah it was proper sick but um yeah it's, it's decent there's a few twists Chris I think you'll like yeah. if, you, if you watch it yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's that's good um, I'm watching Last Chance You at the minute I'm only on episode 3 but um yeah they're at this new school um, instead of they're at uh, Independence Independence Kansas Independence Pirates in Kansas um, instead of the normal EMCC, which they were for the first two seasons. Um, I would say that this group of players they've got isn't as likeable as the first crop of... the first and slash second crop of players. Okay. Um, which is a shame, but obviously I still... You know, I'm only three episodes in, so I haven't really had much time to get, like, you know, like, attached to any of the characters. Oh. Is the quality of... You know, is it, is it still the same? Like, even though it's a different school, different team, is the format still the same? You're still enjoying it as much? Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's the thing. It's that's one of them. It's one of the few shows where when I'm watching it, and say if I watch it and I see there's like there's only like eight minutes left, so I'm a bit like, oh man, like I wish I was a bit more. I'm not engaged bit as more much left. in this one that's as fine. I was the last one. But um, just like the the coach seems a bit like he doesn't really. He's a bit seems like a bit of a bit, a bit, bit of a wild card. Bit, bit of an idiot to be honest. He's kind of like a one of them where. If it goes right, it's all me. If it goes wrong, it's all your fault. Kind ah. of thing. And the same, the, their quarterback has that same sort of mentality. He's got, his attitude fucking stinks. He's terrible. Like, he's literally like, who basically says, oh yeah, everyone apart from me is like pretty shit. And then when they do like one good thing, he's oh yeah, yeah, that was all me. Like, I, I know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, do they, do they even play up to the camera, do you think? Probably. probably. That's like a natural thing, isn't it? I reckon some of them definitely do. But, yeah. but do you ever want to find out what happened to the students of the last series? You find out at the end, don't you? Um, they so do don't, even, don't even make yeah, it? Yeah, but like, one, to be fair, um, I don't know if you remember, but you know, uh, John Franklin, who was in the second season, of it, he's made it to the NFL. He's playing for the... Is he the one who said if he doesn't make it, he's not going to do it? No, that guy was white. Oh. Um, he was playing for the Chicago Bears, I think. He went undrafted, but still, you know, he's in the NFL now. 
But he start, I think it's funny because he started off as a quarterback, which is like one of the offensive positions. And then when he transferred to Florida State, I think it was, they made him a wide receiver because they were like, you can't throw. <laughs> so you just, and, you're, and you're really fast, so you're just going to run and catch the ball. And now he's going, which is also an attacking position. And now he's gone to the NFL as like a defensive player. So clearly he didn't have the attacking oh. prowess that he thought mm. he did. Yeah. So I think he's the only one so far who's made it to the NFL. Okay. Yeah, some of them were... But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm not sure about it's a TV series, right? Yeah, it's like a documentary. I'm not sure about oh a documentary. Yeah. So I was gonna say if it's like I don't know about films also. about sports sports films. No, it's about it's about it's about school. It's about co- colleges or schools who the teams aren't really achieving, and then they they seem to get in this coach, and the coach changes everything, and they've got to make academically and sport academic better. Yeah. Yeah, because if in America, if you don't have a college degree, you can't. Play for the NFL. I think that's. That right? I mean, unfortunately, you're gonna is that miss- true? Well, because they're all drafted from college, don't they? But some of them just. Well, I don't know about for NFL, but in the NBA, some of them they can just go for one year. Oh, really? Yeah. In a, in I don't know about the NFL, but in the NBA, you you the only rule is you can't go straight from high school. You can't go from high school straight to the NBA, but all you you have to spend at least one year out from high school, and then you can go. So that can be playing a year abroad, or going uh, to college, or you know. Oh, like, but then they're always sort of like. It's always like if you're not getting your grades, you're not going to play for the team. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's yeah, that's just the thing. Where as when whilst you're there, you have to. This is pretty much with all American sports. You have to at least. I think that's quite good. Yeah, you have to man, at least maintain like a C, which is like you know that average. Did, because I, if you don't make it, you've got to have something to fall back on. But then at the same time, you're probably going to miss out on ta- some talent because some people dedicate their their lives to doing the sport rather than dedicating their lives to their education. I think if sport meant that much to you, you would also focus on the side. Yeah, yeah, but then you, you turn out to be a real sellout, don't you? Yeah. Just like, but then there's some people who don't have oh, the time oh, and oh, effort oh, to do that because oh, of their, like, their living like, standards and they need that sport to prove that. But I do appreciate it. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Stop your bullshit, Ollie. Sorry, I'm just thinking because Ultimate Frisbee has pretty much the same rules as American football, but I'm not sure they'd make a TV series about that. So, Chris, Obi, tell us about Orange's New Black series five, six. What is it? Do you know, I've actually just um, even caught up with any more than I already did. Are you not bothered about it anymore? I just can't bother. How far up are you, Chris? Um, how far up am I? That's a good question. I am. Please, um, st- stay on the line whilst we figure out where Chris is. Season six, uh, episode four. Episode four. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Orange is New Black is. It's going, um, and <laughs> I can I can watch it, but it's like it's it's fairly you know simple to watch, and I can just have it on, and I can just watch quite a few episodes because it doesn't require a lot of thinking, to be honest. But we've gotten to the point now where I think uh, you said that Chris said last week, like the the former main character Piper, she's no longer the main character. Main character, yeah. And there is about you know. Do you want to get rid of her? I don't mind that. Chris was saying last week. I don't mind like, her. If she, she goes, no one will care. Yeah, but I can say that, <laughs> I can say about pretty much all the characters. In to be honest, like if they go, they're just replaced with another character, and yeah. it doesn't really make too much difference. There's about five or six different plots going on right now, which is a bit hard to keep track of. Yeah. Are any of them plotting to escape? Not at the minute, no. Oh, they're missing <laughs> a trick there. So yeah, what? but I'm like, I'll I'll keep watching it. Cause... What episode are you on? Like nine, ten. I'll see you way ahead of me then. Yeah. So like at the point I'm at, you've got the lady who used to be like co-running the prison is now running the new prison you've got the guy who used to run the prison before the riot is trying to sort out his life you've got 
the guy who beat up and had, was having sex with one of the prison uh, prisoners is now fleeing with that prisoner, and he's also got on got with him another prison guard who just won't leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> then you've got Red, who's just like my family's my family; they won't betray me. And then all of the people she deems family are like, betray oh, <laughs> we we give us something. We need to we need to know what to do, Red, because otherwise we're gonna get like an extra ten years in prison. And then. You got Piper who's just worried about her girlfriend and suddenly sees her girlfriend again. And it's like she's just sold out red, and it's just like wow. And then you've got the girl who's deemed mentally unstable. She's now in a nicer place of the prison. Uh, the old lady she's who she's a great actress. Yeah, she's sick. She's sick. And then the old lady who is actually a murderer has been somehow managed to get herself to the good, the nice place of the prison. But you can see, I don't know if she's got a history of one of the the women in the prison because they gave each other eye contact. They might have just been like she was just scared to be in that part. I don't know. Then you've got new characters who are two sisters who... One does one part of the drugs in the prison. One does the other part of the drugs. And one of, one of the sisters attacks the other one saying, you stole my drugs. But it's really an undercover prisoner who stole the drugs. And it's just like... But you're not bothered about... It's just so... Yeah, it's like I was saying. There's just so much going on. I'm sure it will come to this point where it's just like... Meets. Oh, and that's it. Two of the prisoners saw the murder of or the cover up murder of Piscatelli and they're not saying anything because they know they'll either get further time in prison or probably get killed because call out a murder of our prisoners, they'll probably come and kill you, innit? Yeah. If that all those police officers were gonna help each other out then that's the stereotype, isn't it? So but yeah, there's a lot going on. It's it's not it's a background T V series that I'd watch. It's not saying that I'm gonna put the the front of my T V series to watch this because not that I watch that much anymore but like these are things I'd rather watch but. well now Love Island's over I've got now a spare every evening that I can dedicate to watching a new <laughs> series or something um, well Runaways is back so if you, you watch that did you ever what Love Island yeah, yeah I, was, oh I was obsessed God, I was obsessed, so I was obsessed. I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie oh wait do we, are we talk about Love Island no talk okay I'll talk about what I watch <laughs> so I did an absolute binge of Thirty Rock, I did season two to season five. Oh wow! In like, well, you know another one from Jack and Daddy. In like three days. <laughs> oh, they made a cocktail. And, uh, oh, yeah, so Jack Friday. Don't no, why are you slamming it? God, uh, the noise I right. don't watch it, but in TGI Fridays they've cool. named a cocktail Jack and Danny. After Love Island winners. You can keep that's that's sad. Sad. That's that's I want to know what's in it, but Tom's anyway, tell us about Thirty out. Rock. What is Thirty, 30 Rock? What does Thirty, 30 Rock stand 30 for? Rocks. Written, produced, and stars in it by Tina, Tina Fey. Um, so she's like best mates with Amy Poehler, who wrote and stars in uh, Parks and Recreation. No? She was married to Will Arnett. Mm. I know Tina Fey is. All right, well. <laughs> she's an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, you probably, yeah, on Netflix, you probably don't watch it. Is she, she, is she unbreakable? She isn't, Tina Fey. What oh, Tina Fey, I thought you were talking about Amy Poehler, yeah. Um, but it's just about uh, like the behind the scenes of making a TV show. It's really funny, actually, just mm. the shit that goes on. But it's it's kind of more about this relationship between uh, Tina Fey's character and her boss, who's played by Alec Baldwin, best you know actor in the world, Tim America. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, really great, love it. Uh, I think I don't know what else do you want me to say? You haven't well, seen it, have you? I haven't. But does it give you actual any insight into how a TV show's made? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Kinda, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but it's just like, so they've got two stars who 
are on their on their show like for contra- contracted onto their show and their job as the writers obviously they've got a focus on writing the show but every episode something tragic happens not tragic but like something really minuscule to you and me but these actors just like over exaggerating overblow it and they're like oh my god i'm gonna lock myself in my room and this is on the day of like the show so they're all freaking out and they're like this is like the the worst thing to happen because it's supposed to be like live telly um so it's kind of interesting because when you watch tv and it's got a live audience you're like oh yeah how much actually mm. goes into behind the scenes because i thought comedians would write all their jokes but i'm pretty Ghost sure writers. That's, not, that's not the case yeah shout out to joke in it doesn't sound like there'd be much like I, I couldn't think of enough stuff to make like six whole series about you know behind the scenes of a comedy show but then I guess that's the point of it you're obviously Tina Fey is writing this show about writing another yeah, show so yeah. there's a bit of a inception going on really there. clever but I mean because she, she's obviously been in the film industry and I, I don't know if she's been in TV. She was on she's, SNL, wasn't she? she? She's in... Yeah. So, you know, she's got the background. She knows more enough of what can go wrong. I was reading, like, one one of the episodes, something actually, like, was... They they just exaggerated it. It was... There was an episode and a guy was peeing in jars and they found out that someone did it at SNL. Oh, really? Uh, and they were like, let's put that into the into 30 Rock. And, yeah. So it's over now, isn't it? 30 Rock, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it finished in, like, 2012. Oh, okay. Ages ago. Yeah. But always good to go back, you know? Mm. Watch, uh... Are there any TV shows you guys go back and watch? Scrubs. Chuck. Chuck, yeah. Scrubs. I'm, oh, do you know what? I'm watching ages. I might watch that. No. I did I did request to, to Netflix to add Chuck. That's a... <laughs> That's so typical of you. What? <laughs> just like, no, you never go back and watch it be like, no. That's so typical of you, your, your, your personality. <laughs> Like, don't look back. <laughs> no regrets, in it. <laughs> Not even one letter. What about you? Me, uh, well, I, w- I went back and w- I watched Community a-, a good few times, and obviously, like, more, this is more sitcomy for me. Like, you know, Community. You told me Fred, about Community. Yeah. You said like it's like my thing. Yeah. I, should, I think yeah, Friends. Oh, my, my brother's been smashing it out. Hasn't Community, it? Yeah. yeah. It's on. It's, it's on. I think it's on Four Adina. So if you wanna mm. go watch. Um, That's yeah. the Russo brothers as well. Is it? Ah, oh, see, multi talented. Um, but yeah, normally it's normally sitcoms for me that I go back and watch. But I I normally have to give it at least like a couple of years, I think. So I kind of yeah. forget what's happened yeah. sort of in the, in the TV shows. I'm quite forget to so. laugh it, and you're just like, what? Mm. How many times though I go back and watch something and I was like, I didn't get that reference, but now I do. Yeah, that's I what... did that with Rugrats. <laughs> really? <laughs> I rewatched really Rugrats and I'm like, oh my god, there's actually so many things in here that. I Is like... it like adult? Yeah. yeah. Did we like, talk about? Did we... we did talk about? Did we talk about Rugrats? Oh, and then... I was getting a live action. Oh yeah, no, we didn't. God, fuck that. It's getting a live action TV series. Do you know what? Do you know what? And they're rebooting the... T- and they're going to continue the cartoon as well. Do you know what I think? Silly. Oh, Lord. Continue. Oh, people, um... So people... Sh- that, it wasn't real, but people showed a picture of what... Someone said, oh, yeah, this is what the animation's going to look like. Blah, 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 blah. And... It, oh, not going to lie, it looked, a bit weird, it looked a bit weird. But there were loads of adults saying, oh, my God, blah, I'm not going to watch this. Like, this looks so strange. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, it's not made for you. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> so not, why are you complaining? It's, like, a new, it's a new generation. Yeah, like, why are you complaining? Like, I, Rugrats was made in, like, 1990. Like, they're not going to use the same animation from 1990 to, in, like, no. 2018, are they? No. So, yeah, people getting their knickers in a twist over something that they're probably never going to watch. Yeah. Like, silly. This is true. Yeah. I'm probably going to watch it still, but, yeah. You gonna watch it? Yeah, probably. You watch way too much telly, dude. You're gonna watch. I was, I was raised, I was raised on television, so yeah. I would have this stuff up. Yeah, but it's a new year. New, mm. You know, mm. new day, new Obi. No. Why? 
I like, I like who I am. I am who I am. Wait, man. Don't try and change me. <laughs> I changed you back in the day. You corrupted me. Has anyone got anything else they want to discuss before we close up? Uh, free, free Joe Haas. He's in prison. Is he? Poor fella. Wielding a knife. Damn, shouldn't have wielded a knife. Yeah, no. Fuck him then. Fuck you. What? Rather you in prison than Joe So we did see what he'd done. <laughs> 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 Chris, yeah, anything you want to mention? We could, discuss? Um, we could talk about Cloak and Dagger, but we'll just leave it, leave it until Ivy's finished it. Alright, cool. Well, thanks for listening to episode 58. Uh, please follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Podcast 17 We're on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and iTunes under Your Average Critics. Uh, until next time, see you later. Peace.